Welcome. Today is Thursday. It is March 23rd, 32323. My name is Jeremy, and this is my first cup. Oh, focus. Come on, camera. There we go. That's very hot. Very hot tea. Who is here? I want to say good morning to Kara and Tommy. Kara says, we're up early at the airport. Finally get to tune in on real time. Well, thanks for joining us. Are you one, one, are you a time zone back? I'm trying to remember. I think you're a time zone back. I don't remember. Well, and whoever else is here, because I see more people than our, our comment. There we go. Good morning. Ellie. Oh, how was your Wednesday? Did you have a good Wednesday? I had a good Wednesday. A pretty good Wednesday. And kind of went on a mission. Went on a mission to clean up some things professionally, like just just some details that needed to happen. And I did it. And there's still more to be done, but uh, got a lot of good work done. And I'm, I'm proud of the work that I did. One time zone. Kara's on her way to Orlando. Have fun. Work or play? That's the question. In fact, it was so warm yesterday. How warm was it? It was so warm yesterday that I even opened the slide for about an hour, maybe even an hour and a half. Now, yes, there was snow out there. Side of the house baked sun, even though there was snow on the ground, even though it was 50 degrees outside, it was more than warm enough to let, to open that up. It, that side of the house was close to 80. So just opened it a bit. It was nice. Good morning, Brian. And I want to know about you. What did you do yesterday? What was your Wednesday like? What are you looking forward to in your Thursday? We've got a new episode of Martial Arts Radio, hence the mug. So we'll talk about that. And what else is going on? Did you see the promo video we put out for episode 800? Kind of fun. And it was interesting in looking at that. I, I didn't I didn't cut the video, but in looking at the video over the last few iterations that, that we bounced back and forth internally, we've been through a lot. Just listening to that short clip of my voice from episode one. It's like, ooh. There's a guy who doesn't know what he's doing. I had no idea what I was doing. I was talking to an old friend and I still was absolutely terrified. Good morning, Rebecca. Good morning, Tommy. Tommy says, promo was good. Thank you, my friend. Uh, yeah, it's been a ride. Monday, 8 p.m., episode 800. Eight years, 800 episodes, 8 p.m. I don't know what other eights we can get in there. 
Yes, yes, Garrett. Eastern Standard. Uh, Stacy says seven hundred ninety-nine episodes later. Yeah. Well, if we want to be super technical, there was one that we misnumbered, so seven hundred ninety-eight. But I gave up on going back and renumbering them because that would be silly. Brian had another doctor appoint, doctor's appointment for his hand. Got the wrap off. His broken finger healed up. Now for PT to get range of motion back. Good luck. Good morning to you, Nathan. Tommy taught four classes yesterday and caught up with an old friend. That's great. Sounds like a good day. What else did I do? Took a nap. Short nap. Actually, that's not true. I did take like a full-on 90-minute nap after the show. Well, I needed to go back to bed. I was still tired. I think that's been one of the biggest changes as I've gotten older. Just acknowledging, you know what? It's okay to, to take a nap. It's okay to sleep more. Is the the whole, you know, I'll sleep when I'm dead mentality only works for short stints. It's not a great way to approach life. Because things don't work well when you're not rested. Your brain doesn't work. Your body doesn't work. You die sooner. Like none of that stuff works well. I'll, I'll delay a few things so I can live, you know, a couple decades longer. Totally willing to do that. Good morning, Jenny. Good morning, Dennis. And it says happy Friday and or pre-Friday and 799 episodes. Woo! There you go. Um, didn't even leave the house yesterday. Went for a walk after work, watched some TV, just kind of doing my thing. Went to bed early. It was nice. I needed, I needed a quiet, restful day. And that's what I got. Today I got a bunch of client calls. Um, something I'm going to be putting out to my existing clients right now. I've got like two slots that I'm trying to fill as I've gotten everybody on board and everything. So uh, preference always go to, goes to martial arts school. So if you know somebody with a martial arts school that wants to grow, let me know. Put them in touch with me. Let's talk. Everybody gets an hour, no obligation. But I'll also talk to people in other businesses too, because part of the fun of what I do is that it applies equally everywhere. I just prefer working with martial arts schools because it kind of lines up my interests as well as my skills. So just putting that out there. And I'm not sure if I'm getting sick, like I'm feeling something light in there. So I'm going to make sure I keep that at bay because Saturday I am teaching at Mark Warner's and I'm looking forward to that. And I'll be headed to Craig's tomorrow and, and crash in there because we've got work to do, but it's also fun. Um, yeah, so I got to take care of myself today and not get sick. Kelly's working on last minute stuff for their tournament on Saturday. Good luck. Have fun. And Stacy's referencing something with this that I've already forgotten equally everywhere all at once. I hope your back is feeling better, Stacy. Uh, is there anything else of report for today? I don't think so. Oh, there's more grass visible outside. That's exciting. That's about it. That's all I got. And I might be getting an office. I think I'm going to go look at it today. 
That's the hope. Uh, there is something available in town. It is inexpensive. It is a tiny closet, but it's not here. And if I can make that work, then cool. Then I will do that. So it would be a big shift. I've been working out of that room full time for eight years. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Kelly says, with the snow melting, we were surprised to see how much digging our pit had done. <laughs> Silly dog. Um, you see me using the martial arts radio mug because it is a Thursday, which means we have an episode of martial arts radio. So let's... Let's dig into that. I don't even remember what episode is. Stacy's asking, is it a co-working space or an office that's yours and only yours? Kind of both. Uh, Montpelier's co-working space is um, changing and they're shifting from monthly memberships, which anybody who's tried to run a co-working space knows it's a, it's a nightmare of a business model to just offices. And so this would be a dedicated office in a, we will call it a co-working space. There's going to be some common space and maybe I will meet some people, but that's not why I'm doing it. It's just, I reach a point most days where I just need a change of venue. And I used to go to the Panera down the road and that was great. But now the Panera down the road doesn't exist. They, they took the signs off the building. They couldn't find staff. They had such a hard time finding staff. They just closed the business. And anything else in the area is kind of far away, with a single exception. There's a nice tea shop on the first floor of the building that this is going to be in. So um, I've spent some time working in there, and it's nice, but it's hard to focus, and I can't make calls there. This way I could do calls. So I... Yeah, Kelly says, oh, so sad about closing. Yeah, you know, I wasn't like, the, I'm not the biggest fan of Panera, but, you know, there was quite a bit of time pre and, and kind of mid-pandemic where I'd go and I'd get another 90 minutes of work done and just having a different space was really nice. So that's kind of the hope of what this office would be. Um now let's check out what's this episode we've got here. This was a fun episode, Andrew and I did. Martial arts is a constant experiment. Episode 799. So this was, uh, the title had a bit of iteration. Andrew and I bounced this back and forth talking about how we were going to title this one. But inherently... Martial arts, all of it, is based on a constant attitude of experimentation, or at least I think should be. I tried this. It didn't work. We'll try it this way. That didn't work. I'm going to try it this way. Oh, that worked better. What did I learn? Right? Now, whether we're talking about sparring, which is where most people are probably going to think about this, but it can apply everywhere. In fact, I would argue that the best people at anything are constantly experimenting. And this is also why I'm a big fan of 
creating cultures that accept getting wrong. Some people call it failure. I don't like that word. But when you get things wrong, you learn what doesn't work. So you don't you don't have to revisit it. When you get something right, it can kind of trap you. Is there something better? And a lot of people never look for something better. That's why in the events that we do, I aim for 50, 15% different. Let's, let's try, let's take everything we've done. Let's try to make it 15% different, hopefully better. But even if we only some of it's better, it's probably overall going to be better. Something to keep in mind. Kelly agrees. It's definitely hard to work from home sometimes for sure. And Stacy says, and that's why I am in the office four to five days a week. Working from home and living at home alone was not the best. Introvert, not isolationist. That's a great distinction. And about this episode, Kelly says, oh, I'm often warning students. They are my guinea pigs when I'm working on a new teaching concept. Yep. I have a lot of fun coming up with new things when I'm teaching. And in fact, if I'm teaching, I'm probably using something new. There are always things that come to mind like, let's see what happens with this, right? And sometimes it works, and I'll be honest, it usually doesn't. But there's often a little bit that I can pull from it and improve something else, or it becomes the root of the next version of the idea. So how about you? What does experimentation look like in your life? And ideally, let's talk about it in terms of your martial arts life. But if you have better examples or if it's easier for you to think of it outside of martial arts, outside of teaching or training, we can talk about that, too. One of the things that I wish more people would do when it comes to, let's say, sparring is giving their students, giving the people doing the sparring a limited tool set instead of saying, you can use anything you want. You get, let's say, this kick, this punch, and this block. And that's it. And you probably reduce the intensity, bring the speed down, right? And watch people figure some things out. And what's the number one thing they're going to figure out? I never thought of using that technique in that way. But it just happened. It's kind of the continuation of, of the work that I do when I teach. Right. Most of what I do is, is slow, but it's about parameters. It's about setting up these guidelines for success, not just giving people full speed, full intensity and full arsenal of movement. It's too much. Kelly says raising kids all experimental. Tommy says limited sparring is a great idea. Thank you. Wouldn't surprise me if you've done that with your students. Dennis says, it's funny, but not surprising since I'm odd, but I work much better at home than in the office where there's distraction after distraction for my squirrel-like attention span. And some people are like that. And it depends on the kind of work that you do and your personality. And notice that I said, it's not for my primary workspace. It's for getting more done. You know, there will be days that I still work here all the time. There will be days maybe that I work there because I've got to work out the timing and I've got to figure out where I'm going to park because all the good parking spaces nearby are metered 
and I just don't feel like paying the city to park on the street. Uh, there are non-metered spaces a couple blocks away, if you want to call them blocks, because Montpelier doesn't really have blocks, but there are some spots that I can grab. And if I get there early enough, I can get them. Otherwise, I'll be driving around looking. So it's, it's going to take some time to figure this out. But what does it mean for those of you on, on the team? You're probably going to start getting emails later into the day. You'll, you'll find a flurry. You'll see emails in the morning and emails in the afternoon. I just graphed my emails. Volume of emails by hour in the day. And I'm looking forward to that because I want to get back to not working on Fridays. I, that, there was a, a, a time when that was pretty solid where I didn't take calls on Friday. I didn't do anything on Fridays other than this show. And that was really healthy for me. Because let's face it, you know, starting work, because I love you all, but this is still work for me. 6.30 in the morning, what would an eight-hour day be? 2.30. I don't go to 2.30. I go to 4.30, 5. Sometimes I have meetings that take me to 9. It's not, not that I have any particular target numbers. It's just I know where my head is at, and I know what I need. I need... Friday's off. So maybe we'll get there. Fingers crossed. Stacy says, and once mid-May passes, you'll likely find more of that parking. Yeah, right now there's a decent amount of parking with uh, piles of snow in it. And Kelly's hitting the nail on the head for me here. Squirrel distraction or laundry distraction? That's my biggest challenge working from home is all the other things. Hey, I'm going to make a nice lunch 90 minutes later. Hey, the post uh, the, the post office dropped off a package. FedEx was here. Uh, let's do laundry. Oh, the dishes are done. A lot of things stealing focus. And I'm trying, but I recognize that if I'm going to move forward, if I'm really going to become as productive as I can be, I need to get more time out of here so I don't have that distraction. And... There's also the added bonus of not having to work while I'm here. You know, it becomes more of my home. I love my home. I'd like it to be just my home. I don't even know what I would do with that room if it wasn't an office. I'll put bunk beds in it and invite people to hang out. I don't know. I've actually considered renovating the warehouse. In fact, I've probably talked about this. Renovating the warehouse and moving my office out there. And I would like to do that. The biggest challenge is heat and the expense of heating it. But maybe I will do that. I don't know. We'll find out. So. Because it's actually, it wouldn't be hard that hard to build a sound booth for recording. So. I did inventory on gear yesterday. If anybody's been looking for gear, the counts in there are most accurate right now. So you can check that out. Oh, that's, oh, I see what you're saying. Stacy said she wasn't talking about snow. She was talking about the, the session would be over and all the legs. She's talking about the legislative session. Go home. Yes, that, that would also make a difference. But they have their own parking lot. And granted, the, the city is busier when the session's going. 
you know what? We're going to switch gears. We're going to talk about the stuff Frank sent over. Thank you to Frank for all that you do. Thank you to Josh for our theme song. Thank you to Denise for the audio. Today, you know what today is? Today is National Puppy Day. And I don't know how I'm going to celebrate other than maybe I'll get to the gym, play with the dog. National Puppy Day. What a, what a great holiday. There's no psychiatrist in the world like a puppy licking your face. <laughs> Bernard Williams. I don't always want the dog to lick my face because sometimes I know where the dog has been and I don't want their tongue on me. But broadly, I concur. Yeah. Dogs give you all they are. Puppies don't even have the context to know what is going on. And they're just ridiculous. And I love them. I remember growing up next door neighbors, dog had a couple litters. And once they were old enough, I would just go sit with them and they would just crawl all over. And there's, there's almost nothing better than having, you know, six, eight puppies crawling all over you. And they're trying to bite you, but they don't even have the jaw strength. <laughs> And they're trying to pull on your pants and they bite and they pull and they fall over, right? Like there's nothing better than that. I was talking to somebody about this over the weekend that I ran the numbers to put a doggy daycare here and the numbers work, except they don't work well enough to hire staff. So if I was, if I go away, if I, you know, take Friday off. It just doesn't work out. So I would not build that business. That would not work well, but I would love to have a whole bunch of dogs around. Actually, I know multiple people for whom opening a doggy daycare is like their dream business. Jenny says, I refuse to let dogs lick my face. Good morning to you, Andy. And Kelly says, don't try talking while being licked in the face. Nope. I think we've all made that mistake. Dennis says, if there is any justice in the universe, heaven is a place where we are forever surrounded by puppies and kittens. I would have to agree. Number No symphony orchestra ever played music like a two-year-old girl laughing with a puppy. Also Bernard Williams. See, this is one of my favorite things about TikTok as a platform is that if you train it well enough, you get some pretty great stuff. And I get a lot of fun animal videos. And yeah, watching puppies, basically watching young anything play with young anything. You know, it can be a puppy and a chicken or, you know, a, a calf and a young kid or, you know, a couple young puppies and baby goats. I saw one the other day was baby goats and baby rabbits. There's something about that energy and that curiosity and since they're all just trying to figure out where they are in the world, there's very little fear. And without fear, what is it? We've talked about this. If it's not fear, it's love. 
And I think that's why so many of us, I think the best word I have to use is treasure puppies and kittens and babies, because there's something about that complete approach to the world, that loving approach to the world that we all envy. How great would it be to not have any fear? It'd be pretty incredible. I've thought about getting a dog, but as we've actually talked about on the show, I don't have the support structure for a dog. I don't have the people. If I was married and I could, you know, take off for the weekend for work-related things, yeah. But I don't. So the dog will wait. Mm-hmm. Rebecca says, and I think this is in response to Jenny. Oh my God, you'd not like my doggy then. She gives me insane face kisses every day. I joke that she has OLD, obsessive looking disorder. Dennis says, my stepson is, an is in an agricultural program in our local high school. They have three baby goats who were just born last week and I got to see them yesterday. So adorable. Oh, how, how solid are they at standing up? That's my favorite point where they can mostly stand up, but they start doing their goat tricks and they jump it around and they just can't quite hold it together sometimes and they jump and they just fall over. It's the best. Mm. Tommy has a couple dogs, if you didn't know. This is Sammy's and Cooper's life. I'm just privileged to be a part of it. Oh, that's sweet. All right, and our last quote about National Puppy Day from a name that I think we have to talk about when we talk about dogs and cats. I can tell you that I'd rather be kissed by my dogs than by some people I've known. Bob Barker. One of my favorite things as a kid, and I have, the memories of this are more emotional than physical, right? Like, do you know what I mean? I can remember how it felt to do this more so than I can remember doing this. As like most dogs, my childhood dog liked laying in the sun. And there was a brief point in time where we had her where I wasn't so big that I couldn't lean on her. She would lay on the porch and I would just, and she would be up against the wall on the porch and I could kind of lay on her without squishing her. And I just remember how, how safe that felt even though it was the dog, right? That wasn't long after we got her. I was eight when we got her. Only dog I've had. She was the best. <laughs> Dennis says the goats were playing, were pretty solid and playing on a little seesaw, I suppose, helping themselves get stronger on their legs. They have the same energy as puppies. They really do. I love goats. Goats, puppies, kittens. I like the curiosity, something I admire in all young everything, because it's something I don't think I ever lost. Yesterday, I, I was just kind of, how do I want to explain that? I was squatting. I was just kind of like in a squat on the floor, just kind of working my hips. And I just started moving around on my hands. I don't know that I've ever drunk, done that drill where I've taught 
before because a lot of people struggle to get get down there but if you can get down there just move around move around you know um i've played a game with it back when i did parkour we called it gorilla tag right the idea that you're moving around you're using your your hands while you're in a full squat but just to kind of get down there and move around and spin it's it's a lot of fun well this was a fun episode i didn't expect this but totally good with that i hope you all have a great day i hope you will take this idea of experimentation because whether we're talking about puppies or goats or martial arts experimentation leads to a lot of great stuff so take a look at what you do and how you do it and see is there a way i could do it differently even if you're convinced that there's no better way to do it do it differently just to remind yourself of that just to reinforce things have changed what if there's a slightly different way to drive to work if you always drive the same route, you only notice those things. Maybe there's something the other way that's worth noticing. Don't be afraid to experiment. Sometimes it's not about the outcome. Sometimes it's about the process of the experimentation and what comes from it. Tommy's calling what I described a monkey Kung Fu joke. That makes sense. I hope you have a great day. I hope that if you're willing to support us, you'll check out the family page at whistlecake.com slash family. I hope maybe you'll buy something using the code firstcup15. And I hope if you haven't joined the Patreon, you'll consider joining. It starts at two bucks a month. Two bucks a month, you get a lot back. $5, you get so much more back. It all helps. It really does. But mostly, I'm just happy that you're here. Thank you, everyone, for coming by. I'll see you tomorrow for Friday. And until then, take care. Peace.